welcome to episode 298 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spake and I am joining once again from Dharawal country. And we are two very worn out and tired podcast hosts. So yep. apologies, listeners, this week. <laughs> Bear with us as we um, recount our very exciting weekend. Yes. I don't know where to start now. Firstly, I, I hope you've had a chance for a bit of sleep. Well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. It was a huge weekend. Um, I only landed late last night came home pretty much straight into bed and up and off to work this morning. So there hasn't been a lot of time for reflection yet. So this will be a nice way to get that done, I think, Ollie. That's very true. I hope you've had a bit more rest than me. I have had a bit of sleep. Uh, I must admit I have some angry, angry toes uh, and the legs aren't all that happy either. <laughs> so, uh, um, But we yeah. should wind back because we yes. are, of course, referring to more the uh, goings-on on Sunday that wore us out. But our weekend started on Saturday morning. There's probably a, an apt way to recap that. I'm not sure I can do it justice. How do we start, Mel? Well, our intrepid office lady did manage to capture some audio for us, so perhaps the best thing to do is to listen to that first. Hi, Parkrun Adventurers. Sam here, calling in not from the comfy chair on Level 2 with a view, but from Cooks River Parkrun, where some awesome people have been participating. And I'm here with a couple of lovely participants who you may have heard of once or twice on the pod. Uh, hello, Mel and Ollie. So, have you had a good morning? It's a great morning. The sun's out and uh, Sydney's put on the weather for us. I don't know about this rumour that I bring bad weather from Melbourne. It's all lies. It is. You left the weather in Melbourne, I think. They've Absolutely got the rain. Did. Ha-ha. <laughs> and did you enjoy the course this morning? Yeah, I had a lovely run chat. Excellent. Excellent. Somebody who was a little bit quicker than us this morning out on course was Ollie. How'd you find the course? It was just wonderful to be here and to see so many of the adventurers. But I did have the opportunity to have a bit of a job with a few of the adventurers out there so great to run uh, one leg or half a leg with Patrick with Paddy Oshimo lovely uh, catch up with a few of the Windang clan so mm-hmm. uh, yeah I was a little partisan maybe uh, <laughs> and did you, you you had a special um I don't know how you what do you call it Encounter? did you have a lead bike I had a lead bike <laughs> yes I couldn't think of a, of a, get a bit of a lead bike advantage so of course I got a little excited as I kept running and, and preparing for tomorrow's city to surf which we are all excited for but uh, as I did build a bit stronger funnily enough the fastest part of, of my park run this morning was following the lead bike in the sprint to the finish uh, so yes <laughs> thank you to said lead bike for, uh, for that very very strong finish it's great how many people have turned up today so. it is it is I haven't actually done a head count I know we've got a cafe booking for 15 which we should get a move on and go to but I reckon there were more than 15 adventurers here today It'll be interesting to see what the frond numbers turn out to be although maybe some of them were volunteers but it's been a beautiful morning and just the prelude to what's going to be a fantastic weekend so thank you both so much for having a chat with me i really appreciate it thank you sam thank you for sharing this special day with us sam 
So thank you very much to Sam, the birthday girl of the morning, might I add. She was. It was a little bit overshadowed and we are sorry about that, Sam. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you have your birthday on Parkrun Day. It just extends the fun, hopefully. She did get a happy birthday rendition at brunch. You'll be glad to know, Ollie. Good, good, good. And sorry I missed it. Sorry, Sam. But as Sam so eloquently pointed out, yes, we were at Cooks River Park Run with a few others. And Mel, of course, uh, Cooks River Park Run taking place in, well, uh, in around the area of Canterbury, which is, of course, uh, Darug and Eora land. And um, one that I had only visited previously as part of a longest run. So th- that was a new event for me. Excellent. You're climbing the ranks, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure I can say climbing the ranks in in this company, but uh, that was event number 39. Thank you. I think you've done more this this year than for quite a while. Yes, my parkrun year-on-year profile has taken a bit of a turn this year. Excellent. Good. Mm, We're having a a positive positive effect. Yes. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I am infected. Affected. Whichever one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not go into that, Ollie. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, So, Mel, how was it? How did you enjoy our our massive front? I had a lovely run chat with my friend Helen, who was up also from Victoria, the greatest state, and (laughs) (laughs) with her son Christopher, who lives in Sydney. And uh, Helen also was catching up with another Helen. Yes, Helen Rubin. That's right. Exactly. Fellow world tourist, yeah. Correct. Absolutely. That's a fine for me. I keep talking over you. That's a fine for me. <laughs> Sorry, not. That's okay. Uh, we had a wonderful morning. Um, I just, yeah, had an easy run. I wasn't too worried about times. Just happy to do a run chat pace and save the legs a little bit for the next day. It was lovely to meet some new people. We had a few new faces there and I didn't get to talk to everybody, unfortunately, so I'm sorry to those who I didn't get to speak to. But, Ollie, did you identify a certain Mr. Bike? (gasps) Steve's bike was there? Oh, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) As a matter of fact, Mel, as as may be evidenced by my uh, brief interlude of uh, bicycle race by Queen just before we got underway, I, I had a bit of a hunch became more evident to me, I must say, as I was nearing the finish and, um, well, aside from the the calls of bike out on course (laughs) at certain points, uh, I had a lead bike for the finish, which was incredible. It was an incredibly fast lead bike too because that was the fastest part of my park run. (laughs) Because you were trying to save your legs. Well, I started out and I was enjoying running with Paddy Oshimo, actually, for the first quarter of the park run, being a double out and back there. But then I got excited. I saw some of the Windang clan flying around, so I tried to catch up with each of them. Uh, Two out of three ain't bad. (laughs) But, yes, the lead bike to finish was an absolute highlight for me. Set in a Sydney, is that how you would describe Cooks River in a local park, double out and back course, quite green, Mm. a bit of water a couple of puddles and some wet grass in fact we were very (laughs) fortunate that the rain had cleared it having rained a bit and an abandoned trolley did you spot it (laughs) i didn't actually didn't i didn't i can't unsee trolleys no you can't can you was said trolley returned or we left this one oh now i've got guilt (laughs) (laughs) 
lunch was calling. I didn't have time for these things. Don't tell Will. I'll send Will. <laughs> I need a snap, send, solve Will. <laughs> Goodness. But I can't thank enough the wonderful team at Cook's River Parkrun, of course. Um, it was nice to, to chat to a few of them, to meet the run director, Rosalie, uh, and the photographer, the dirty cheater himself, Mr. Paul Rainbow. So thank you so much to the volleys of the morning for making it a, an extra nice parkrun. They absolutely did. And, yes, it was great to catch up with old mate Paul Rainbow. Good to see you, Paul. And to all of our adventurers. I mean, what an effort. What a turnout. I'll name them later in the Consolidated Club report. Of course. So how was brunch, Mel? It was very busy mm. and the Cook's Cafe did a brilliant job accommodating us because I think we had about 25 people back for brunch in the small cafe. But, uh, yeah, they were more than accommodating and uh, lovely meals. Mm. It was mm. hard to drag myself away. I bet. I did manage to wait until the tail walkers finished, but I did so rudely have to depart. I had to uh, go and pick up my brother and his daughter, who I was meant to be hosting at my place, but they had some car trouble, so I got to drive to the city, pick them up and take them south and spend a bit of time and then drive back to Sydney. But that was my day, so I got a bit of podcast listening squeezed in, Mel, and, and a little bit of singing too. Oh. How did you spend the rest of your day? We did a Frito out at Greenway Park Run, so that was nice to Very uh, nice. get a bit of a sampler of another Sydney Park Run, one to mm. come back for perhaps next year when I do return. Oh, it is a good spot there. Mm. And then Saturday night and Sunday. We just had a quiet evening just enjoyed at a local pub who came Shotzi came and joined Sam Luke and myself for dinner at the pub and marvelous Mark and his lovely wife Nicole so it was another little meal which we very much enjoyed just you know chewing the fat about parkrun as you do as you do and then an early night because of the big event the big event now should we go into the big event now or should we save it for our news and discussion I don't know uh, mm. Yeah, no, perhaps we'll move on to feedback from last week's episode. Graham Wilkinson, Ollie, he was quite pleased, I think, with his award and he said, listen to the podcast today, perfect end to a great week of parkrun. Poster boy and Obie Award made my week, I can tell you. The building in the background is the Parliament buildings where the Northern Ireland Assembly sits. Kudos to Mal for the singing. Not long to wait for Ollie's turn. No pressure, Ollie. None at all. <laughs> and well-deserving. Uh, well done again, Graham. And thank you for clarifying the background to the buildings in the background. <laughs> we also heard from Val Warwick. Uh, so we got some great feedback from last week's episode, Mel, and I think there were some very clear reasons for that. Uh, so Val said, we loved, loved, loved this week's pod. Thanks for all those great roving reports and Patrick for the fabulous poem. Mel, I take my hat off to you for your bravery. It really was an enjoyable <laughs> week. Have a great weekend. All adventurers who are meeting up this week, we're looking forward to having a frond, frond in the southern state. Oh, thanks, Val. Uh, yeah, I was brave. <laughs> I think I was brave because I'm certainly not uh, a very good singer, but uh, I, I tried well, my I best. I think that yeah, a few of our adventurers would attest to you actually being quite a nice singer, Mel. And look, I'll read out the next one. Um, we also heard from Callum Burrell who said, 
Sea Shanty Blissa by Adventurer Melissa. And Callum is probably referring to the amazing sea shanties that have previously been played at the end of episodes of With <laughs> Me Now, which are really, really amazing and nothing like what I did. But thank you, Callum, in any case, for the feedback. Yes. Um, but uh, the ideas man, Mr. Bruce Purdy, said, Thank you, Patrick and Mel, for the Poem Zone tribute to Peter Allen. It made me wonder if we could do a little Poem Zone by request. The logistics are send in your poem and nominate who reads it and the style in which the poem is read. Wow. Um, and then did Patrick follow on from that or is Patrick's a separate? So Patrick's was a separate one, so I'll jump in. I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> he said, I've been meaning to say since I listened to the podcast within an hour of it being dropped that I enjoyed it immensely and was fortunate enough to be able to thank Mel personally for being a great sport about the poem zone. And I concur with Bruce Purdy's suggestion. Seems like it might be a thing now, Holly. People writing in with revamped lyrics, would we say? I think so. That are parkrun related, that we may or may not have to sing. <laughs> uh, look, oh, my goodness. I, I think, as usual with this podcast, the answer seems to be yes. Um, <laughs> the answer is almost always yes. And look, I love a good silly song. So I welcome these creative talents and uh, I feel, feel like there'll be some more challenges coming on. But just remember, everybody, if you would like to nominate your favourite Channel 5 news crew oh. reporter to do some singing, you, you can do that too. Mm. Or Abby. Oh, goodness. Or the informants. <laughs> <laughs> or the office lady. That's right. Or the budgies. <laughs> oh, no, too far. Or Chico. <laughs> oh, <poor> Chico. <laughs> Is Chico okay? No. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> okay. As he coughs up a lung. Oh, dear. Okay, let's move on. Ollie, news and discussion. Yes, yeah. As, as we alluded before as part of this intro, uh, rest assured, everyone, we do have some roving reports coming up, but we had a lot of fun. So let's talk about the City to Surf, which was the, <laughs> I guess, the 50th non-virtual City to Surf event. And uh, was uh, a fantastic way to spend a Sunday morning. Uh, it is, of course, held on Gadigal land of the Aura Nation. And Mel, how did you enjoy it? As always, it was an absolutely brilliant day, full of excitement. I mean, lining up in, is it College mm -hmm. Street? Mm -hmm. Is it Street? Yeah. There's just that many people and the, you can't articulate the vibe and the music and the atmosphere, like, it's not really that COVID safe, let's be fair. But I was wearing my mask. <laughs> Until I started running, I was wearing my mask. Um, it's just unique and I, I just love it. I, I wouldn't miss it if I could help it. I was very excited to be there with Sam and Luke. It was their first time, so I was feeling like the proud host. I saw gorillas. <laughs> I did see a Wonder Woman. I didn't feel in my wave at least or in the section that I was running in, I didn't see a lot of fancy dress, maybe less than normal. I was dressed up. Sam and I were sort of running in 80s-themed clothes to try to just bring the 80s party because let's face it I felt that I was in the mullet wave <laughs> oh yeah a mullet's just an Australian thing or is that a worldwide 
I'm feeling like mullets are Australian. Well, it feels like it's, it's maybe <laughs> overrepresented in Australia, that's for sure, but maybe some of our international listeners can can let us know. So the idea about the mullet was it was all like business at the front and party at the that's back. Right. So, Ollie, you, you were at the front, <laughs> if I could. Well, <laughs> You're at the business end. We were way at the back in the mullet end <laughs> having the party. I love that analogy. And might I add that uh, <laughs> you and Sam were marvellously complimented by Luke as well, dressed for the occasion, and the medals. You matched the medals perfectly also. Yeah, it wasn't an accident. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were themed. Yes, yes. And uh, we also bumped into Brendan and M. Scholarly as we were running along just at the bottom of Heartbreak Hill. Couldn't have planned it absolutely better. So that was wonderful to see them and we stopped for selfies. We stopped for selfies in front of the bay with the Sydney Harbour Bridge in the background. The weather was perfect. It was a beautifully warm morning with a bit of a breeze, just enough to cool you down as you were running. Yeah. But tell us, Ollie, I mean, goodness, this was just me at the back having the party, but you're at the business end breaking some PBs. Well, yeah, I was. Come on, brag, brag. Come on. <laughs> well, before I do, you can do uh, it. Before I do, let's celebrate. So we've been looking forward to these kind of events for a long time. We've had our virtuals. Uh, it's been a couple of years of it, and the crowd definitely was down. Um, so about forty six and a half thousand people out there, including some familiar names to the pod. So you know, let's firstly say congratulations to the first place finishers. Uh, so Samuel Rizzo, Elite Wheelchair, uh, Leanne Pompiani in the uh, the females, and Liam Adams back from the Com Games in the males. So um, congratulations to those. And, of course, a special mention to the fifth-place male finisher, Aidan Hobbs, Superman himself, that, Mel, we spotted him on his return leg after he'd finished, run back to the start, and then completed the, the course with the rest of the super family. That was really exciting to see uh, Aiden. Did he run his first um, leg, his fifth place getter? Was he in his Superman suit for yeah, that? Yeah, my understanding is he broke the record for the fastest Superman, at least at the City to Surf. I haven't researched that, so... I could be wrong. Uh, I didn't quite have my wits about me yesterday. But uh. but he is well known, isn't he? It didn't come up in Sam's interview with him, but he, he regularly runs in the Superman mm. suit at City to mm. Surf, is my understanding. Yes. Yeah, it was very exciting to see. I was just oh, excited because I saw three people in Superman suits before <laughs> I realised and Sam squealed, Aiden! Yes, <laughs> that's right, that's right. And I was also impressed uh, Finishing around that same time was someone pushing a lawnmower too. So that was, yeah. Really? That could have been you, Ollie. <laughs> I did come home and mow the lawn actually. Uh, so, oh, dear, I just <laughs> clapped you? too. I'm, oh. I'm going to get the uh, the clean sweep of the fines this week. <clears throat> Thank you, Michael Gentle, um, in advance. But, yes, the lawnmower pushing in the city to surf was very impressive. I saw a Forrest Gump and it oh, wasn't Ralph. Oh, Ralph, yes. His time will come. Look, congratulations. I mean, I, I'd single them out, but there have been some amazing runs across all of our adventurers. Again, so wonderful to see so many and to catch so many afterwards as well. On a personal note, I was most pleased to see Ralph. Um, I don't quite remember seeing him when I finished. <laughs> 
and I did see Karen and Ralph me, before the start. Yourself. I did push myself. So I, I have been um, looking forward to this one. I prepared a whole playlist and I ran with music, which you know, wasn't really part of the spirit of the event, but I'd really thought it out and had my songs. And I could be disappointed because I mistimed the finish. I was timing uh, my finish with the uh, the end of one of my favourite Eurovision songs. Uh, I was about 10 seconds too early, but uh, I've discovered in the photos tonight that uh, my screen was well and truly captured um, to the, uh, the subtle notes of Shum, uh, which was, of course, a, a Eurovision entry from Ukraine, uh, not this year, but the year before. That sounds like the perfect song to sing next week. <laughs> I don't, don't know if that would be. Uh, I don't know if that would be suitable for the pod. Uh, I'm not sure oh. I could do it justice. Uh, it's, okay. it's it's not the lyrics. Um, probably just more the capability. <laughs> but I don't think we've said to those listeners who are international mm. that City to Surf is a 14 kilometer race. True. Yes. Uh, and it's mostly uphill. I know you say there's downhill bits. I don't remember them. <laughs> I think technically it's more downhill than uphill, but yeah. I just remember the uphill. Yep. There's a lot of uphill. And uh, Ollie, would you like to share with your time? Yes, my finish time was 56 minutes and 25 seconds, which I was over the moon about, uh, especially once I realised that my Garmin had saved. Again, thank you, Ralph. <laughs> Very good. And listeners, Ollie has just shared with me one of his race photos where he is basically dying as he crosses the line but had the presence of mind to point to Shell Harbour on his apricot shirt <laughs> as he was running. I'll wear that fine because I'm quite impressed. <laughs> thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mel. And, yes, I did do a zoomie as well. Oh. Not as good as mine. No, no, that's a fantastic photo. <laughs> so, yeah, we look forward to seeing more of the photos. Just prior to recording, we were checking out our race photos on the website that had just been released and notified to us by one of our fellow runners. So thank you to Ali, I think that's it was, right. that uh, tipped us off. That's right. And this is why we're an hour late for recording. <laughs> <laughs> priorities, priorities. No, the pod's our priority, of course. Of course. But... Uh, again, and I'm sure I've said it many times, congratulations, everyone. There were some fantastic achievements. I mean, some of our adventurers have done so many city to surfs and had such incredible runs yesterday that uh, it, it was really uplifting. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for, for giving me a spectacular weekend. Yes, mm. but somebody else, Ollie, that is going to be having a spectacular weekend very soon is Parkrun Malaysia. Yes. Now, last Tuesday, Parkrun Malaysia announced that they will be returning on the 20th of August. They said, we are incredibly excited to see restrictions ease, allowing Parkrun to reopen across Malaysia. We can confirm that Tadampudu Ulu Parkrun and Precinct 18 Parkrun Putrajaya. Forgive me for that. Anyway, they will reopen on Saturday the 20th of August 2022. Tanum Tasik Danu Koda Parkrun will launch later in the year when an event team has been established. So great news for Parkrun Malaysia finally coming back. You must be so happy, Harry. <laughs> I bet, I bet. And to have another Parkrun coming to the family soon, yeah, that's, that's a wonderful 
complement to the, the news as well. Absolutely. But in other news, Ollie, the August volunteer update was released. Yes. Just this last week, uh, featuring news of the event day course check becoming compulsory for all teams around the world. So far, the percentage of teams confirming this role has risen from 24% to 91%. And it is important for the safety of the event and insurance purposes that this check is done in the morning prior to the event. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And, and look, I acknowledge, I know my my home park run does have a few additional hazards to what many other park runs would have, but knowing the unpredictability of, well, <laughs> the world we live in, it's good to see that um, people are getting out there and checking the course. Yes. Yeah, and look, there was also a reminder to everyone of the park run policy for hot and cold weather with a link to the policy. So that's a good reminder for all, but especially those areas experiencing hot temperatures that they may not be accustomed to, for example, here in Australia, we're used to dealing with warm weather. We know to keep hydrated, avoid the sun in the middle of the day between 11 and 2, apply sunscreen with our slip, slop, slap, and recognise signs of heat-related illness. Parkrun has included a link so event teams can identify heat exhaustion and take appropriate action. Yes. Mm. Now, the update also features the latest in the volunteer video series highlighting the role of the run director. A key point here is that the RD must be at the start-finish area at all times and must not undertake any other role whilst the event is taking place. Additionally, the update explains that people can be assigned to more than one role at a parkrun event. For example, the RD can also receive a volunteer credit as a results processor. A volunteer may carry out the event day course check and the pre-event setup before volunteering as a timekeeper or a barcode scanner, for example, and the first time is welcome may be done by a volunteer who also has another role on the day too. Yeah, so there are some great combinations that people can pull together and I'd be interested if we can come up with some creative names for some of the combos, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we've got a winged photographer. I think that's pretty standard, um, you know, and uh, usually it's I think it's Lance from the Windang clan that volunteers uh, volunteers as winged photographer we've had several volunteers as one but he particular calls it that uh, which is simply the photographer who runs and takes photos okay like he's flying with wings right. is that yeah the... yeah right okay i like that uh, some some good volunteering opportunities um wow I know we said we were tired. Wow, this has been a long <laughs> intro. I just looked at the time. Oh, my goodness. So, look, it's probably time to hand over the reins to some of our roving reporters who have had a couple of adventures at the weekend. So we've got three roving reports for you this week. So why don't we have a listen to them now? Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy on the trails, and I've travelled to Atherton Parkrun in northern Queensland. So from Brisbane, we took a two-and-a-half-hour flight, uh, arrived at Cairns Airport, we then hired a car and came out to Atherton. We're actually staying at Lake Tenru Resort, which is very, very nice. And I've just come into town to the parkrun. We had a look around, and we found the flags, and it's quite exciting. There seems to be a bit of a collection of people gathering here. I've found the RD and let's go meet some people. 
Okay, and I've wandered along and I've found Carolyn. Good morning, Carolyn. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good. Now, Carolyn tells me she's a regular here at Atherton Park Run. Is that right? Yes, it is. How many have you done here? I think I'm up to my 54th. Oh, well done. Mm. And you're obviously volunteering as well? Yes, doing the first time's briefing, which is a great thing to do on the day when you're also running. You can ah. get it over with and yes. keep going. Excellent. So you volunteered a few times as well? Yeah, um, just the various jobs. It's mm-hmm. pretty easy to do once um, you're shown what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. And why do you like Atherton Park Run? I think it's just a great thing to do on a Saturday morning to get your fitness up and get it over with early in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, good chance to catch up with people and just say hi in a mm. friendly environment. And it's a really pretty course here, so mm-hmm. enjoy that. Yeah, well, mm. I was going to ask what brings you back to yeah. Bike Run, I think that comes quite a lot here. Yeah, no, it's lots of fun. Do you feel there's a bit of a community here, being a smaller area? Definitely, definitely. There's some diehard regulars uh, yes. that we have, all walks of life, all shapes and sizes, as would be the case with Park Run everywhere in Australia, yeah, I think. Yeah. But there's certainly a, a core group of people that turn up every week. Yeah. And what about tourists? How, how do you go for tourists here? Every yeah, week? amazingly, since we're up in far north Queensland, we seem to get people from as far south as Tasmania and Victoria just usually on school holidays. Yes. They turn up and it's and, great. And maybe even people from Gatton. Hey, Barb. Hi, Barb. <laughs> Haven't, don't know if we've had a Gatton one yet, but they're great. We, we have. have. Yes, yeah, you <laughs> Yes, uh, Barb tells me she came here exactly oh, one year ago. Wonderful. So uh, she said, yes, you'll enjoy um, Everton Park Run. Um, I didn't know it was on a trail, though. So yes. It, it's um, being tail walker this morning. I, I don't think there'll be any problems with me getting lost. No, no. It's a fairly straight course following the rainforest along the creek. So it's very oh, pretty. Wow. Mm. And it looks flat, too. It is, yeah. Yeah, very good for that. Okay. Uh, we're also known, um, Atherton is also known as the Atherton Tablelands. Could you tell the listeners at home, why is it called the Tablelands? I can see it's fairly obvious here, but why is it called that? <laughs> A plateau that you come up onto from down the coast. Mm-hmm. So I think Atherton uh, rises to about 800 metres above sea level, something wow. like that. 700, 800 metres above sea level. So mm-hmm. it's... Um, very impressive. Cooler up here, you'd notice this yes, morning. A bit I, I cooler than uh, Cairns or places like that, but that's mm-hmm. part of the attraction. And that's a nice part of doing park run here in summer. Oh, wow. It's a so little it's cooler. In summer as well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's good. Okay, listeners, put Atherton Park Run on your radar. Lovely place to visit. I'm going to get myself ready, and uh, I think we're heading off soon. Thanks, Carolyn. No worries. Okay, Carolyn has just kindly done the first time's briefing and we've got a great selection of tourists here this morning. Who have we got? Uh, I'm Jen. I'm from Penrith, New South Wales, and I'm currently travelling around Australia with my family in caravan. Hi, I'm Lynn. I'm from Adelaide. Uh, I come up here to Cairns because I wanted to go up to Cooktown and then I've come to Atherton because my sister's here. And it took me three years to get here with COVID. Hi, I'm Brad from Melbourne, uh, doing a half lap with the family in the caravan, so I thought it was a nice... Nice spot to wake up and do a park run in the morning. Excellent. What's your um, home park run? Cheltenham. Hi, I'm Rochelle. I'm from the Central Coast and I'm travelling with my partner and two dogs. And we're from Mount Penang Park Run. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Okay, and I've finished the um, park run and I found Markle, the RD. Hi, Markle. Hello, how are you? Good. How did it all go today? Ultra smooth today. Ultra smooth. No issues, no injuries. Nothing exciting. Just what we like. It was an excellent course. It's lovely and flat and wide. I noticed it's called a rail trail. Why is that? Um, this used to be the railway line, so they've taken up the sleepers and stuff on sections of here, mm-hmm. between here and Mariba, and 
it turned it into a, like a recreational trail for mm. bike riders and walkers and anybody who wants to use it. Yeah, so yeah. So it's getting better and better. It started out fairly rough from yes. removing the, the tracks, but it's getting smoother and smoother as we go. Yeah, no, yeah. it looks quite good. Mm. And how long have you been RDing here? Oh, gosh. I've probably, the last couple of years, I've been involved in run directing. I've started out just park running and then mm-hmm. got involved with volunteering and then run directing and mm. I've tried all the jobs now so I'm okay at most of them except tail walker I wasn't a great tail walker. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a, get a bit impatient? No <laughs> people fooled me they um they swapped carrying a child halfway through and so I ended up like a kilometre behind or something. <laughs> oh no. Now I believe you also have ultra runner to add to your credit what would you like to tell (laughs) listeners about that because that sounds pretty awesome i think i'm an ultra runner uh, in in name only but i actually wanted to do the coranda to port douglas team event um but i kept having injuries and i pulled out of a couple of different teams for other things Mm. And so in the end, I decided I still wanted to go. And so earlier this year, I signed up for the, for the whole thing, um, 60Ks. And I knew I had to lose weight, so I, I lost 11 kilos on the way. And, um, but that was probably still... I probably could have lost a few more. Anyway, I better keep moving. My lift is coming soon. Well, thank, thank you for you chatting very, with thank me. Thank you for coming to Arthur Park Run. It's been a pleasure having you here. Oh, it's been lovely. What a very nice park run. Thank okay. you very much, Michael. No problem. Bye. Okay, it's Tracy on the travel signing up from Tablelands Trail, also known as Atherton Park Run. I'm heading off in search of coffee and breakfast. Sounds awesome. That's all from me. See you on the V-side. Bye. Okay. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. <laughs> it's Richard here, and I'm coming See to you from the nice state here. of Ohio at Sipo Lake Parkrun, which is located in Canton. And I'm speaking with Donna, who is run director today. Could you please give us a quick description of your course and a brief history of Sipo Lake Parkrun? Okay, Sipo Lake Parkrun's got our 100th run in two weeks. We started, I think it was the year 2018. We, of course, had to stop during COVID. And then we got it started back up. Last winter, we had some challenges because of our Ohio weather with some yes. ice and had to post or cancel a couple of the events. So that's kind of put a little lag on our 100th. But our course is, to me, one of the nicest courses we have because you're on a natural surface, you're going through the woods, then you're going through some paved surfaces also. We've got our Cottonwood Trail. You've got Sippo Mountain greeting you at about the two-mile mark. So you're going, oh, I, I know I can, I know I can. And then you get to turn around and come back. So it's a great course. Today is a gorgeous day here in Ohio. Temperatures in the 50s, but it's going to get a little hotter. But for August, no humidity. This is awesome. It is a beautiful day, and the course, I can attest, is beautiful. It is a nice course to run. Um, Can you tell us a little about what brought you to Park Run? I am a volunteer uh, for um, Stark County Parks. Um, When I retired, it was just a great opportunity of something to do. I love the fellowship that we have here at Sippo Lake Park Run. Yes, I did notice that. Everyone's so friendly and very welcoming to a foreigner. Yes, I'm usually the tail walker because I like to get those miles in myself. I'm a walker, not a runner. But I'm also on the Friends of Stark Park's 
uh, board, so we help sponsor Park Run. Okay, well, thank you for your time. Well, thank you. It's been nice talking to you and getting to talk about thank Down you. Under. Hi, Adventurers. It's Abigail reporting in from the Werribee Mansion Park Run. I am volunteering with Hannah and Mum. I'm going to ask the event director some questions. What's your name? Uh, my name's Loretta Fraser. Have you ever tried Park Run? Yes, I have. In fact, I ran it today. Why did you start this park run? Well, because I was a run director um, at Wyndham Vale, which is nearby, and I was approached to help set up this Werribee Mansion park run. And it's so iconic because we have a mansion and we have a vineyard and a golf course. So that's why it's a very nice place to have a park run. I love Werribee Zoo next door. Have you ever had animals escape into the court? Oh no, not yet. Not yet, but what we do have here at our park run is we have some flying foxes in the trees and you have to be very careful when you run past because they sleep during the day. So we have to be very quiet. Mm -hmm. Thank you. No worries. Bye adventurers, stay safe. And a good bunch of roving reports today. Thank you to Tracy Inatutu coming to us from Atherton Park Run. Richard on his debut from Sippo Lake Park Run. And our Abby stepping up to a junior roving reporter at Werribee Mansion. That's right. It's impressive, impressive ranks there, our junior roving reporters. So well done, Abby. And nice adventuring. Yes. And mail this week. Yes. We have some mail, Mel. <laughs> you must have been so happy with that, Ollie. <laughs> I was I was over the moon. After last week's submission, it seems that we've struck a bit of a chord and we've got some mail this week from Tracy, Tracy in a tutu, who has sent in another submission for the Poem Zone. And whilst Tracy hasn't given us a message with that, she has noted that it is inspired by Paddy Oshimo and his delightful poem submission last week, which was, of course, as we noted, wonderfully sung by yourself, Mel. Mm. And Tracy has indicated that this week's poem, which is a rather familiar tune, dare I say, is uh, is something for me to, well, I'd say read, but perhaps sing. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> which it's a week early, Tracy, but I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, but just don't think you're off the hook for two ninety nine. No, no, no. I, I completely understand that. However, <laughs> uh, much like last week, we're going to wait. We'll leave mm-hmm. it to the end. What do you reckon, Mel? Ah, uh, yes, I think so too. Okay, so thank you very much, Tracy. I hope I've done it justice. And as Mel said last week, if anyone would like to tune out when the credits roll or the the the, the tone, <laughs> at the, the tune at the end, whoa, I might be nervous or something. See, um, you understand now why I said that, don't you? <laughs> of <laughs> you course, just, you can yeah. just turn off. <laughs> well, it's there's a lot to live up to, Mel. No, oh. but. Moving swiftly along, Dazzers. At Dazzers this week, he said, it's International Left-Handers Day. Did you know that about 10% of the population is left-handed or that left-handed people have higher IQs? Is that right? Mm. Um, Come on in, tell us about your dominant hand or share your parkrun adventures. And joining us 
at Dazza's was Joe Richards, who certainly uh, struck a chord for Joe, who said, bow down to the left-handers of the world. We're special. And I'd like to thank Parkrun for not making the Volley apps difficult for us to use. And we heard from Richard coming to us from the USA. As a proud lefty, I'm happy to celebrate a day. Though my check-in to Dazza's may be a little bit late this Parkrun day. Well, now that everybody else has left Dazza's, I can finally check in from Sippo Lake Parkrun in Canton, Ohio, and boast that I'm now an international parkrunner. I'd order a coffee, but I'd have to settle for what they call coffee over here. <laughs> That's a bit cheeky, Richard. We've got USA listeners. We can't be insulting them. Well, that's right. That's right. And <laughs> I did fail to note in the notes that Richard did share a photo of the sign at Sippo Lake Trail there uh, with a bit of a map of the park. Yeah, be nice, Richard. Don't get yourself kicked out there. <laughs> but, uh, again, congratulations, international park runner. Speaking of international park runners, at least from where we stand, uh, Brett Bailey over in New Zealand who said, Hi, Dazza. My left hand is good for holding my watch and barcode bracelet. Walked, jogged at a frosty minus two degree Pegasus today with 41 hardy parkrunners. Brunner was a bit naughty, so handed him over to mum who was with the tail walker. Check out my lady die moment. Might have to have a word <laughs> with Chris the photographer about that flag. Oops, one was my bad. And... Jeffricorn paid us a visit too. I saw the Jeffricorn, but I, I'm just laughing because I hadn't actually read Brett's post, but I had seen the photo and noticed the see-through tutu shot. <laughs> so as you were reading that and his reference to his lady die moment, I thought was funny. Yes, yes. So Brett there in the um, rather transparent green tutu, Brunner uh, <laughs> tutuless in that particular shot, but uh, it looks frosty. I looked at that and I thought, is that sand? No, it's just very cold grass. <laughs> and also a photo of DeJeffricorn. And coming to us from home this week was Peter Pullman. Greetings from the volunteer crew at the Beaches Park Run with a left-handed wave. And there was a lovely photo of the volleys on the beach waving with their left hands. <laughs> Very nice. Well-coordinated. Now, um, puzzling me once again, Steve's bike popped in and Steve's bike had to say the broth was spoiled. Uh-huh. And if it wasn't for the massive clue of Steve's bike <laughs> being in front of me, I don't think I would have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> He does come up with some good ones, though, doesn't he? Oh, yes, yes. I do love a good cryptic. And Steve Spike, please continue because we do enjoy them. That's right. There's still many adventurers who may not have worked it out. There absolutely is. And there may have been some at brunch that may have <laughs> sat very close to you that absolutely didn't work it out. Not talking about you, Patrick. Now, <laughs> a first-timer this week to Dazza's was Helen Rubin, who we met, Ollie, at Cook's River. And Helen said, met Mel and Ollie at Cook's River, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> today. Mel is on my left. I am on the left of Ollie. <laughs> a clever reference to the selfie we took with Helen. That's right. Lovely to meet you, Helen. Now we also heard from Chloe Bravos, who had a bit of an achievement there out in the challenges, who said, lovely but chilly morning at Abley Park Run for Nelson event number 444 today. 
with two-thirds of Team Bravos, finally got Lucy to smile at the camera. She is looking forward to her shout-out. I'm glad you found the Noongar seasons interesting. They're bang on for Perth, Bulu, weather. And uh, yes, Chloe did share a photo of herself and Lucy with the flag. And hello, Lucy. Hello, Lucy. You're so cute. I hope we get to meet you when we come and visit West Australia next year for Palm. Yes, certainly. Yeah, we look forward to that. Hang on, Ollie. Why have you got two in a row? Well, I'd like to read this next one out. Okay. So, touristing this week was Michael Gentle. We left home in the pre-dawn darkness and drove up the big hill. After two left turns, we were heading towards the nation's capital. Once again, I was not going to Shell Harbour, with today equaling my tourist streak of eight. Umbagong District Parkrun was one of the best sealed path parkruns I have been to. After an uphill start, the course turns left down a short hill to a U-turn. On return to the main path, it's another left turn to follow the path out to the other end of the path. In line with today's theme, there's a third left turn before the fire U-turn and a direct return to the start-finish area. Some would say this is a flat course, (laughs) but I was sure left with not much energy in the tank. After a quick visit to the cafe, we left Canberra and headed back home again. I even left the flag facing the no-finds way. And uh, Michael did prove that with the selfie and the flag, left the non-left way around. (laughs) He also shared a photo with Graham, and I suppose the next post in Dazza's elaborates on that a bit, which is actually from Umbagong District Parkrun. So it's nice to have a parkrun join us in Dazza's this week. Absolutely. And Umbagong said, Daz, today I met Michael Gentle and he really enjoyed meeting Umbagong Parkrun's Graham, our pure gold volunteer. Oh, I met Graham when I visited recently. He was the one that told me all about the uh, the rocks that have the carvings in them. The carvings, yes. Yeah. yeah, and that's great. I'm glad that Michael had a good experience out at Umbagong and got to meet Graham. Graham was awesome. And I'm seeing a lot of a lot of people showing a lot of love for Graham, which is uh, you know clearly a testament to the character he must be. So Umbagong absolutely is on my list now. Thank you, Michael, and thank you, Umbagong. Yeah, you would like it, Ollie. It is absolutely not flat. I don't know what Mike is talking about. <laughs> Excellent. But coming to us, Ollie, with a vrond, we heard from Val Warwick. Well, Dazza, I understand left-handers having produced one, our youngest, but enough about that. I am very late in to visit, having had my cappuccino and park faff that went to midday. Five adventurers had coffee and three also had brekkie after event two at Bell's Parade Park Run three local and two brave Queenslanders who ventured south in winter. It was wonderful to welcome Russell and Pauline Taylor from Wishart to Tassie. I've met them. (laughs) And they had a holiday dream fulfilled for Brecky, a yummy scallop pie. Also in this Vrondly Vrond is an almost adventure from Karkaruk Parkrun who plans to join the adventurers ASAP. Unfortunately, he missed Brecky. Six of us pictured with our bell. A deliciously fantabulous morning of adventure faff after a huge amount of talking as we shared tail walking duties. Those who know Pauline and me can guess how much there was. However, I need a note to myself. Do not, when tail walking, put the orange vest 
over the top of the first aid bum bag. And I'm pretty sure there would have been a photo that Val was, was referring to. <laughs> there was. There absolutely was. That's me with the show notes failing again. But there was a photo of uh, a few of the volleys. Uh, in the orange vest there with the cutout selfie frame and um, Steve in the run director vest. So uh, well done. And congratulations very much to Bell's Parade on their recent launch. We look forward to hearing more about that in the weeks to come, no doubt we will. Now, another touristing achievement out there this weekend was Sue Keen, who said, Hi Dazza, I'm not a lefty, but my chauffeur is. He drove me to Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens Park Run to get my Nandy done along with other challenges. And Sue did share a photo of herself with the selfie frame. So well done, Sue. And uh, big happy 250 in advance for next week. Ooh, well done, Sue, for next week. Ollie, we had another first-timer in Catherine Green Street. We have heard reference to the Green Streets in the past. We have. And Catherine said, we volunteered at Highfields this morning as towel walker and barcode scanning. And Catherine sent in a photo in the volley vests. So thank you very much for volunteering and welcome to Dazzers. And coming to us from the UK was Helen Rutter, who said, today we went to Whiteley Bay to tick off another northeast region park run it was an ultra park run 3.26 miles <laughs> had brecky in a waltzer after thanks dazza and uh what about that in the picture that waltzer in the middle of a cafe there looks comfy and a lot of fun i don't know what a waltzer is it's I don't know how to describe it. It looks like, for those who haven't seen the picture and uh, have the opportunity to check it out, but to try and paint a visual picture. So inside a cafe is a table and what you would see is a couch, except the table and the couch are part of what is essentially like a, a fairground ride of something that oh. I believe waltzes around um, you really? know, on, on, the, on the ride. And it's it just the, the capsule itself. I don't think it's actually waltzing in the cafe. It's just a feature of the cafe. Oh, Helen, tell us if it moves. <laughs> That'd I be rather chaotic if it does. Um, <laughs> I want to yes. have my brunch while I whiz around yeah. on a bumper car. And Helen did elaborate and say that the place was called Crab and Waltzer. Didn't ask about that, but uh, thought it was fun, and it absolutely is. And, and worth noting, Helen did share another photo of a very foggy-looking park run, so it looks like a fun morning. I've got more questions. Why was it an ultra park run? Well, 3.26 miles, and my conversion rates are not great, but I believe that's about five and a quarter kilometres. Oh, okay. Yeah. Radio. Understood. Yeah, so more bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's Dazz's. Yeah. Do you have the envelope or do I? Uh, let me look because the office lady's been busy seeing it's her birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, might be here. What colour is it this week? Is it red? I've got a red one. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was going to be red this week. Okay, because maybe it was in the red um, – what were you – you were the red um, – The red group. <laughs> yeah, 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 because that's fast. Okay, all right, I've got it. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. This week the Obi goes to – It's a joint OB. <gasps> it is a joint OB. It goes to Michael Gentle and Umbergong. 
No, Michael Gentle and Graham. Yeah, sorry, Ambergong. Within our completely made-up rules, we can't give it to a park run. Well, not yet, anyway, until we change the rules. So, Michael and Graham, congratulations. Hooray! (laughs) Well done, and well done on all your U-turns and left-turns and touristing and being an awesome volley out at Ambergong. Yeah, and just for that, I think I'll pick up the fine on behalf of Michael this week for that post. Oh, really? Um, for all of the lefts in there, it was very, very creative. Okay. <laughs> What's one more going to do? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's been a lot of fun. I'm absolutely lost. Where are we up to? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're ready for a bit more fun because now we need to throw to our informant who is going to keep it going. So, Oh, uh, they are not going to be happy about the babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see and have a listen. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. This week, there were 448 runs held down under, down two on last week, 411 in Australia and 37 in New Zealand. This is out of 1,755 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance was 33,003, down approximately 2,000 on last week. That's out of 186,000 worldwide. There were no event launches. Down under, we had 3,701 PBs, while 1,270 people participated for the first time. 67 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 150 people reached their 50 milestone, 96 reached their 100 milestone, and 24 people reached their 250 milestone. 17 people called Bingo. Ramesh Deepal was quickest on 159 events, while Peter Daly was slowest on 318 runs. There were 8 new states people. Laura Lee Evans in the ACT, Whitney Keller, Adrian Pritchard, John and Catherine Fielding in the Northern Territory, Michael Jones in South Australia, and shout out to Paul Greenhood and Helen Smith who completed South Island in New Zealand. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Tony Jennings moved up to equal 16th after running at Tamworth Wetlands. Overall, on the biggest movers, Ian Shaw and Jamie Laurent moved up eight spots each after running their 88th different event. 173 people lifted their Wilson Index. The biggest mover is Neil Percy, who moves up 44 to 151. The second highest mover this week is Steve Harris, who moved up 34 to 215 and top spot in the Queensland rankings. In the Adventurer Challenges, we have two Peel Club inductees, Kelvin Grivel and Melissa Klein, while Anne Rayner is inducted to the Cow Club. We won't discuss, but the I index has been updated with some corrections after feedback. If you would like to see the I index, and indeed all of these stats in full, you can download them from theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me. 
or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been the dulcet tone of The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And thank you, as always, to our informants. They did a great job looking after the office. All the help was appreciated. (laughs) Now, Mel, we've already talked about some of the the fronding from a Consolidated Club report perspective, haven't we? Yes, we absolutely have, Ollie, but this week on Saturday the 13th of August, of a total of 272 members, 215 took part at 108 different events. Now... We've decided we're not going to list all the events at all the countries in all the states this week. We think maybe it's time to just leave that for the socials. So if you are interested in seeing where everybody ran this week, you can jump onto our Facebook page and see a full breakdown of everywhere that all the adventurers ran. However, the largest frond this week was at none other than Cook's River Park Run, which I think had an all-time record of 21 adventurers. I don't know that we even made that many at Palm. Well, can you remember? Palm was well attended. It was well attended, but it was back in the early days of the Consolidated Club report. And I don't know that everybody had got on board with it back then. I think 21's a big number. So in any case, this week at Cook's River, we had Eman and Christine Vergara, housemate Lance, you, Ollie, Beck Bailey, Christy Hill, Paddy Oshimo, Chris Fraser, Ingrid Botha, Mia Horrigan, me, Helen Davis, Dawn Branton, Michael Schultz, Sam and Luke Schroeder, Craig and Rebecca Ryan, Roberta Williams, Rebecca Gordon and Caro Voss. And I must say it was a nice surprise to see Caro turn up. Thanks for coming down, Caro. Also missing from this report, hmm, Chris Davies, Helen, maybe we can get him on board for next time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There was another housemate missing. There was. And um, who else? Oh, Kerry Fraser. She did turn up, but she only completed one of the two out and back loops. So... Hmm, there's room for improvement for next time. Yeah, uh, look, uh, again, wonderful to see so many of you. Uh, Apologies to those that I didn't really get to talk to. It was a busy morning and um, we hope you all had a wonderful time. But Ollie, can I interrupt? Mm. I know I'm always interrupting you, but can I just say, if we are somewhere and uh, we haven't met you, please come up and approach us and say hello because uh, we always feel bad when we walk away and realise there's people there that are adventurers that we maybe didn't talk to so yeah don't be shy come up and say hi please do it's always a pleasure to meet new park runners and and others in our uh, ever-growing community uh, that give us a bit of a boost every week and um one person that I haven't thanked, Mel, while I'm thanking everyone, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Bruce Purdy. This was my first opportunity to run with the Cheaterys too. So, oh, yeah. That you were gifted by Bruce. That's correct, yes. It was good to see you. You might have given me the tip off. I might have packed my Cheaterys if I realised. <laughs> Sorry. But that's okay. Job. You yeah. wanted to be special. That's okay. That's I get right. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but look, um, congratulations, everyone, and of course to those jumping on on our socials page and letting us know where you volunteered. Thank you also for your support. And fear not, if Tooting Common does appear, I will put in the sound effect somehow. 
it might be randomly inserted anywhere in the pod. You might just have to listen. Maybe we need a Tutankhamun poem's own entry. Mm. Anyway, anyway, looking forward, Mel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's getting close to September. And Too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure we're ready, but hey, look, I am looking forward to streaking nonetheless. Are you? I am. I am very much because do you know what? Today I am up to 21 days of a streak. Oh, wow. I am trying really hard. So I'm getting a head start on streaky September. Well done. And I mean, that's a key point. There aren't that many rules and whatever rules there are, you can somewhat bend (laughs) (laughs) in positive ways. Even however you spell bingo, you can bend. I mean, that's right. Any listeners out there who may be wondering why we spell bingo with an e on the end that's a hangover from the previous hosts who couldn't spell (laughs) basically Uh, so we can't either and we we embrace that but rest assured if you are not familiar with streaky september or the bingo card uh, we hope to familiarize you please keep your eyes peeled if you are on facebook uh, for our links to the streaky group and whether you intend to give it a try and streak one day try for more than one day try and hold out the month that's me um or if you're going to join these amazing streakers that are still going at over a thousand days it's all worth it there's a lot of motivation a lot of support and a lot of opportunities to share some of the great experiences made all the richer by the bingo card too and probably ollie if we do step back and break it down many years ago a thing called streaky september was born whereas for every day in september you walk run or find any way to be active for at least a minimum of two kilometers whether you're swimming riding your bike skipping down the road it's two kilometers of activity in any way you wish and we have a facebook group that you can join for support and to post your daily achievements. And we also create a bingo card for the month of September to give you little challenges to tick off with all sorts of fun things. And what have we done in the past, Ollie? We've done things like run in your pyjamas, get a selfie with the garden gnome. What else? There have been street sign challenges. We've had occasions where people have streaked with a friend Uh, We've had some wonderful Strava art over the years from adventurers, from streakers. We have. And we have to come up with a whole new bunch (laughs) of things for this year's bingo card. But that's the idea. The bingo card is a way to give you little things to encourage you to get out and Spoonville one year. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I I was going to say as well, for any listeners that might not be too familiar, you might be wondering what happens if you win the bingo card if you complete your bingo challenge and you might then discover that not much happens but uh, (laughs) a whole lot of satisfaction (laughs) you can shout bingo that's right that's right yeah and it will be great to see those that find creative and and very speedy ways to tick off those challenges and of course some of us (laughs) might save a few for uh for later on not saying I'm slow or anything, but yeah. Ollie, if the listeners have suggestions for the bingo card, it's not too late. That's Send right. us an email, drop us a private message, give us your suggestions. I'm sure the ideas man has already given us some. So we will release the bingo card soon. 
imminently. And there is opportunity for some level up bingo challenges through the course of the month just to keep things fresh and rolling. But Ollie, I think speaking of level ups, <laughs> now, you have just had an amazing run at City to Surf. Now, I know you don't like to blow your own trumpet, but uh, I'll do it for you. So would you like to tell the adventurers about a new challenge that you've set yourself? Because it's quite impressive. I have mentioned it to the odd adventurer, anyone that wanted to listen, and uh, I've been looking forward to the opportunity, particularly during lockdown periods where I couldn't travel interstate, to join and take on the Point to Pinnacle Half Marathon, which is an event that occurs in Hobart, and some of our adventurers have certainly taken it on and had some amazing runs at the event. And the 21-kilometre version stretches from the Rest Point Casino on the edge of the Derwent River and heads all the way up hill, dare I say, to the point, the pinnacle at Mount Wellington or Kunanyi. And um, yes, 21 kilometres, uh, 1,270 metres elevation, and I can't wait. Gosh, Ollie, when are you doing this? That will be in, I think it's mid to late November. If I'm not mistaken, it's the 20th of November. So be another trip back to Tassie. I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. I've really been embracing getting back to Tassie, getting back to my roots. And, um, yeah, I'll have an opportunity to do another park run down there. I think Gwen's Domain is on the cards for my queue. And Kathy's going to come this time. Yay! She won't be running up Kananyu with me, but she she will be waiting uh, to have a beer afterwards, that's for sure. I just clicked on my calendar to see if I could sneak down to Tassie to cheer you on, mm. and I've booked a music festival for that day. <laughs> oh, no. Tough, tough gig. I can't be there. <laughs> that's quite okay. I'm quite excited because there's a music festival the night before at the casino, so... Um, you I'll can't do be too. doing that. You've got to save yourself for running. It'll be far too exciting. It'll be fine. <laughs> Goodness It'll me. It'll be fine. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm trying to raise a bit of money as part of that. And, um, yeah, really, really exciting. Oh, yes. Tell us those details. Well, a lot of people you know, contribute to a lot of good causes. So I'm just trying to use this opportunity for my occasion. But I will be yeah, trying to support the Beanies for Brain Cancer, uh, which was launched by Carrie Bickmore. So, yeah, raising money for that, Mel, and yeah, really just, yeah, hoping that I can uh, make a bit of a difference. I'm sure you will, Ollie, and mm. I'm sure we will all get behind the cause. I'm very excited that you're finally going to get to go and run that event because I know you have wanted to do it for a while. Well, yes, yes. I have followed the journeys of some of the fellow adventurers. I did the virtual two years ago and uh, I have to say, I think probably one of the, the big sparks of inspiration came from my virtual city to surf two years ago, almost to the day with Mr. Brendan Scholarly, just thinking about how much of a, an enjoyable run that was and, and what else I could try. Uh, so, yeah, that little bit of motivation has uh, has grown, dare I say. Uh, so I look forward to it. No doubt that from our music festival we can manage some um, videos of support I'll start planning them now. Excellent. No, thank you. Now, more immediate plans, Mel. Oh, Where are you next park oh, run day? Next week, yes. Um, Frank Keenan Reserve Park Run, which is in the Victorian town of Yarrawonga. It is Victoria's latest event to launch a few weeks back, and I'm looking forward to getting there finally. Ah, oh, that sounds fantastic. Another event. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, another new event for me up near the Murray River. So it's a border town Mm. on the border of Victoria, New South Wales. So very much looking forward to that. What about you, Ollie, back at home? Yes, I'm going to take one week off adventuring and run direct back at home. I will be celebrating a aforementioned 250 milestone and we'll also have a bit of a commemoration for one of our late park runners who sadly passed away fairly recently. So it will be nice to be back there amongst the community and having a little bit of a gesture and a tribute. So uh, I I do look forward to that, Mel. Excellent. Well, I hope it's a lovely day. May you have fine weather. Yes, may we all. But wow, um, a fairly big pod this week. (laughs) It is, yes. I'll try to edit it down best I can. Oh, well, it's just been lots to talk about and not at all about me stalling. (laughs) So... uh, Yes, as we mentioned, we do have another Palm Zone entry, should you wish to listen. But, Mel, I think for now we'll say, as always, everyone, you can contact us if you would wish for a Palm Zone entry, for a, a, a bingo card suggestion or otherwise via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. to thank Tracy and the Tutu for this week's entrant to the poem zone and I hope I can do it justice. So here we go without the music. It's seven o'clock on a Saturday and the regulars all stumble in. The event crew have set up already and hammered the signposts in. Hey, won't you come a bit closer? Roars the RD to the people up back. I need you to hear the run briefing so you don't get lost on the track. Now Kim at the scanning is a friend of mine. I see her there most weeks. She's quick on the job with a smile or a nod and there's nowhere that she'd rather be. And the laughter sounds like a carnival As the finishers avoid going home They're sharing the friendship of Park Run No matter what country they roam Thank you, Tracy. And uh, can't match it with Mel, but uh, (laughs) I hope I did it some justice.